There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. It's your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, and we have a very special episode of the Yonko table here today. We're going to be talking about Invincible, the hit new Amazon Prime superhero show. That's, did I say animated? Is it animated? Yeah, it is animated. So before we get into that, we have fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop in the house properly this time. Aside from the little brief interlude we had with him last week, Grandmaster Hoop, how are you this week? <laughs> I'm good, Dr. Jace. Thank You're you here with us? Yes. You're, yeah, you're here, here for sure? I'm here. I have a door that's locked so <laughs> no one will be... <laughs> interrupting me i i'm i'm sorry for everybody who's listening i was uh on i guess not not a vacation i was out i was in new orleans and uh, i really wanted to be a part of last week's finale talk and uh, you know i tried to chime in and it was <laughs> as you heard if you listen it just went downhill and i'm i apologize i mean they gave a little good insight um i mean i want to never mind don't call it good insight we got uh, your overall thoughts uh, in the brief 15 seconds you had to to share them yes and i went back and listened to the episode and oh uh, i was <laughs> <laughs> i had so much more i wanted to say but that's okay we're okay we're okay we are i'm here i'm back i'm ready to talk about invincible so we all are but Glad it's to be here. Good to have you. But it's not just you and me this week. We have a returning supernova and a brand new supernova this week. We kind of get new supernovas almost every week or every other week. But hey, I'm not keeping count. New supernova in the house, Dr. Mondo. How are you, Dr. Mondo? All good here. And you? Doing great, my man. Doing great. I take it you've seen the recent episode of Invincible. Oh, oh yeah, and it was intense to say the least. <laughs> it was very intense. I, I I do agree with you. Before we get into it, uh, you want to just give us like a brief, uh, you know, spiel on what brings you to the Yonko table. What type of stuff are you interested in? Well, I'm basically interested in everything that has to do with superheroes, Marvel, DC. I really don't care, although I'm more of a Marvel fan, but. Batman is my is my favorite superhero, and I'm big on anime. I would say anime is the biggest, uh, like my biggest time consumer when it says when it comes to those two. <laughs> oh man, we we need to bring you in when we start getting into our anime episodes. That that's like right around the corner. We're trying to we're trying to keep those like yo. I mean, my heroes going it's, on as we speak. So <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. We're we're overdue. We need to. We are. We, we are. We get are. on that. Mm hmm. And last but not least, we have returning Supernova Toasty. Toasty, how are you, my friend? You know what? Today was a tough day. It was Friday. I didn't want to work. While I was in the middle of work, I was trying to find any little time to watch Invincible. But let me tell you, that finale made everything amazing. 
and I can't wait to speak about it. I hope Grandmaster watched the episode and caught up because if you have not, my man, you better be watching in the background right now. I watched this. He's going to get spoiled in the next like five minutes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you better be watching on time four on YouTube. Where are you watching it? I watched it. I watched okay. it on my flight this morning because good. Uh, I was on another <laughs> flight. I watched it like at eight o'clock. And Toasty, I told you next time you know we were on together, I told you I would be caught up. And so here we are. I'm ready. Perfect. Kept Perfect. Let's go. And I'm excited. So let's get this started right now. Let's not wait any, waste any more time. Let's get into it. So as you all know, we haven't really talked about the show as a whole since this is our first time going over it. So we know the big thing is the finale, which we'll get into. But we kind of wanted to give our overall thoughts on, you know, kind of like how we feel about the show in general. Uh, I think uh, Grandmaster Who presented this question uh, to me earlier this week. And I think it's a pretty interesting one when you start thinking about it are we familiar with the source material uh before the premiere you know a lot of the shows and anime and stuff that we read we're already fans of the material like you know marvel we're already marvel fans dc we're already into those superheroes this is something completely new uh an original well it's based off of a comic book but I guarantee you 99% of the people that are fans now were not fans of this comic book back in the day. Um, what uh, Were you guys familiar with this uh, comic at all or this graphic novel, however, however you want to call it? I don't even actually, I'm going to look this up now. I, I don't even know how old of a comic it is, but no, I was. It was I in was the early blue. 2000s, I think. Yeah, early, early 2000. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was. I wasn't uh, familiar with it at all. Yeah, no, not familiar at all. Zero, nada. I only found out about it because I watched The Boys on Prime, and it was recommended to me because of The Boys. And even when I finished the episode today, it recommended me to rewatch The Boys. It's, it did Again. that to me too. It did that <laughs> yeah. to me. Yep, so they know what they're too. doing. <laughs> it knows what it's doing. I mean, what aren't those like the only superhero shows on? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only ones they got. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're they're. They're a really uh, in a league of their own, in my opinion. Well, uh, they they are starting to create kind of this. Uh, um, gosh, how do you? I don't know. They're just both very violent. They're both very violent. That's what they got going. Yes. Like yes. The dark, the dark side of superheroes, basically. So it's like, yeah. That's why they're so similar. And they're in a league of their own because no other series does that really. No, yeah, and, and, and and I agree. Oh, go, go ahead, Grandmaster Hoop. I was say, yeah, they, to, they take it oh. there. <laughs> My bad. Oh, go ahead, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say, no, that's why it's so amazing because we're so used to like the cookie cutter kind of superhero. Oh, Batman won't kill somebody. Oh, this and this doesn't happen. Oh, you have Dark Side coming to the city. 99% of the city is going to walk away fine and be free by next week. No, yeah. this show realized, okay, if people had superpower, people are not nice. There will that's be casualties. There would be casualty, and boy, were there casualty in that show. Oh, man. There was a lot. And I I think another good question presents itself. You know, are we getting, like, a superhero oversaturation? I mean, this the last couple months, and I would say even the year, we've had, you know, we have the Snyder Cut. We had the Marvel shows. uh, We had Wonder Woman 1984, like, in December. We had the boys the year prior, season two. Um, 
you know, to a degree, yeah, you could say there's a lot of superhero content out there. Um, but I would say they're, at least with The Boys and Invincible, like, they both tell different stories with the violence they present. You know, it's not just, oh, violence. Uh, violence. Right, yeah. And, and that was a vibe that I got when I initially watched the trailer for Invincible. Because uh, I watched it, and it, it seemed like any other you know uh super like you know animated cartoon superhero show and but the only difference is like oh wow I, i'm actually seeing this uh superhero uh rip some guy's arm off and beating the crap out of him with it and i mean it has that but it, i feel like they tell different themes with it what do you guys think um i know well, i know right now I have started to notice my own kind of like superhero over saturation um, with, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision are continuations of a long established, you know, series of movies and films that we've been watching, which is fine because it's a continuation. But then I started thinking about what else am I watching? And I've been rewatching uh, the DC animated universe. Like I ran through. Batman the animated series, Superman the animated series. I'm currently on uh Justice League Unlimited and then you I plan skip on Batman Beyond? No, I'm doing it in kind of chronological order. Oh, I'll do okay. Batman Beyond Timeline. after. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um and so I'm like, man, here I am watching these shows that I haven't watched in years when I could be watching something else and I'm like, ah, I'm surrounded by like superhero uh media and <laughs> It's not a bad thing, but it's definitely a, a a level of comfort. I find comfort watching rewatching these shows, and I love watching these new shows. But when Invincible dropped, I was not sold because, uh, as you said earlier, Doctor Jason kind of had like the similar vibe to the boys, and I do enjoy the boys a lot. But I was like, ah, maybe I should back away, and I was very hesitant and to hop in into invincible and even when i did hop in it, i was not hooked right away because i was just like ah not okay. even with that first episode be careful be careful about what you say right now <laughs> okay so okay <laughs> Tosti, you are the one who pushed me to continue watching and i thank you for it because you are welcome <laughs> yeah yes um and we'll get into kind of the hooking factors of the show, but I did start to appreciate the show more. Uh, I think by episode uh, four, I think I was well invested into the show. But those are my initial thoughts upon the trailer and the drop. Uh, Dr. Mondo, let's hear from you. Uh, what was your kind of first impressions with uh, uh, Invincible as far as did you think, are you done with superhero media? Or are you welcome welcoming more and more uh superhero shows and movies I well i do agree that yeah they they saturated us with superhero content but i'm excited to see what comes after because there yes there are some common themes that are always going to be present in super in superhero shows superhero comics or whatever but there are always new ways to tell them and new ways to present them like the invincible at least I didn't know anything at all about the, and actually I Ethan recommended it to me and I was like, okay, so let me look it up. And I saw the trailer. I think I saw half of the trailer. I didn't even see 
all of the trailer. And the way it starts out, it kind of it it feels run of the mill superhero. Then it shifts to like the boys, and then <laughs> later on it becomes its own thing. It goes like through the entire spectrum, like oh cliche superhero boys, and then okay this is something different. And I would say yeah, like episode three, episode four, that's when it really starts getting into its own thing per se. But it's even before that, you're still kind of hooked with what happens and the way they're presenting everything. And and also, it's kind of refreshing. I like the animation because it's kind of refreshing, and it reminds me of Justice League Unlimited, all those old series. But it's very, very new and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So it it kind of plays a little bit with nostalgia and like more current shows like The Boys and all that. So yeah. That's my first take on like Invincible when I started watching it. All right, let's give it to Toasty. I know he's. He, I know he's you're about super, to explode. Uh, yeah, so Toasty, <laughs> how we go? What, what Just was your side? What was it? The trailer for you, or what? What initially hooked you into watching Invincible? It was the, definitely the trailer. So practically, like I was saying. Um, Ironically speaking, I got the ad to Twitter. I was just scrolling to Twitter, and it was like, oh, brand new Prime video show. And um, I saw the ad, and I was like, I ignored it. Moved away, said whatever. Went to watch The Boys with my dad. And really, as I was watching with my dad, um, we finished an episode. And on the side, I saw the advertisement again. I decided to give it a shot. The trailer for me caught my attention because it looked different enough that I did not know about the characters decided to watch the episode and i cannot lie to you i benched probably two or three episodes the first uh watch that i did and for me it's it's everything about it it's different enough i feel like the characters are likable they're not cliche yeah you do have certain characters that do certain things that are cliche and that's not the fault of the i guess the show the comic did come out in the early 2000s and again it blows my mind that i never heard of that but I'm I'm excited for it. And one thing I have to say is, yes, uh, you guys mentioned the oversaturation of superhero shows. But the benefit of that is that we get to see certain shows that we would have never guessed. Like we said here, no one here knew about this comic before we watched the show. None of us would have known about the comic if not. Same with the boys. The like, boys yeah, too. The yeah, boys, that... I didn't know about the boys yeah. until the show came out. Yeah, and to be fair, the boys comic is garbage. I tried to read it. I didn't try for this one, but like this is amazing. We got used to the usual stuff, and you can see it yourself. You're watching Batman, The Young Justice. How many times have we seen Batman? We all know about Batman. We all know about The Young Justice. We all know about uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, all those guys. But this, this is brand new. We have no idea where it's going. And this is why for me it's exciting. Especially if you haven't read the comic. This is like watching an anime. For us, it's like My Hero. I'm sure most of you guys don't read My Hero. And if you do, that's excellent. But I don't read the manga. So when I watch the episode, I am always hyped to see what they're going to do that season. And I feel it's the same thing with this. It's brand new. We're not getting Superman marrying Lois Lane again. We're not getting Batman... Um, dating wherever he is and then dating Catwoman and then 
dumping her and then somehow getting with Raza's school, a daughter, having a kid. Like, it's all that You don't like that stuff. story arc? Dude, it's so annoying. Oh my god, you're telling me that uh, you're a rich family, but somehow you walked into the slum of the worst crime-ridden city in the world? Like, come on. Like True love knows no bounds, man. My dude, no. True love is stupidity at this point. Because if you're following some person down that road, you deserve to die. Like, what kind of person walks around? <laughs> Did you see the pearls that the mom was wearing? And I know we're speaking <laughs> about Batman right you're now, but, like, dude, Batman, she's literally, like, I mean, you have to be teasing at this point. You know That's your understandable. Pearl. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of that story. I'm tired of seeing the same superheroes. Uh, this is a, fr- uh, a brush of fresh air. And for me, I am excited. You guys know how excited I am about this. And part of it, I'm not going to lie, I like the gore. I am tired of superhero shows where they're fighting and you have people like Superman that can punch a building in half without sweating punching a person and the person just gets up no and this show when you get punched or something when you get punched you have to catch your breath you're like oh man what the hell just happened so i am excited for that uh and you know what i'm happy i give it a shot you know it's uh it's it's funny that we keep uh comparing it to the boys and i feel like we, we should draw that distinction and that we're only comparing it to the boys because they're the only superhero mediums that are popular right now that that have that level of gore, right? That have that level of realism. Even though with the boys and Invincible, they tell very different stories. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, the boys tells uh, like a superhero dystopia where superheroes are basically in the pockets of deep corporate uh executives and (laughs) and they're in it for fame they're in it for fame and And, let's be real if it was real life everyone would have done the same yeah it's for free yeah it's realistic in that way and then with invincible they kind of took the noble justice league route where you know it's like like how we're all saying in the beginning of the episode the first episode it felt like another alternate take of justice league you know, you had the Guardians of the Globe and they're kind of, you know, punching the crap out of the the Wonder Twins or <laughs> I keep forgetting their names. The name, Mahler but, Twins. The, the Mahler Twins. Twi- Come on, my man. The Mahler <laughs> Twins. The Mahler <laughs> Twins. <laughs> they're beating the crap out of them. And I'll be honest, I was watching the first episode and it it was it wasn't bad, but I I was wondering like, okay, what's gonna hook me? You know, what what's gonna happen? And then like for me the hook for the episode was the very end which oh, yeah. was that <laughs> oh, scene <yeah>. where Omni <laughs> man <laughs> he just goes full gorilla house that was that was just that was just filthy it was like it's like no it was no. dirty oh my he did god them dirty like oh, i mean the the part where he's crushing red rush's head yep. and Red Rush is like, you know, going, oh, da, 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 like, you know, punching the crap out of Omni-Man and he's breaking his own arms while doing it. And I mean, it, it aside from the gore in that particular scene, it was the mystery also that hooked me in. Why is this Superman equivalent of this show who has been basically Superman for years in this universe all of a sudden like you know just killing everyone yeah turn, turn for the laws table. my dude for the laws 
<laughs> Let me see if I can do it. See, that... <laughs> like some Itachi level crap? Yes, it's Itachi, my dude. Actually, oh, that's a that's a Whoa. that's a really good comparison. But that was that was my that was really the hooking point for me too was that mystery because um not only is it the mystery, but JK Simmons, he plays the voice oh, of Omni-Man. So yeah. He is such a good actor and voice actor all around. I could never get a read on Omni Man the whole time. It was so like, hard. Like he sometimes did, he felt genuine. Like he felt he felt voice. genuine. He he did feel genuine, but he felt like an asshole dad. Like yes, there were. Yeah. T- <laughs> like he was, it was like he damn. Was pulling, I I he was pulling I don't. I, and pulling us at the same time. Like he was that good. He was fooling them and fooling us at the same time. But you you knew there was something like hey what there's something weird about this guy. And then like he goes bananas on the entire guardians of the globe and that really hooked me in too but like and i wanted to see like where it went from there because okay like i was i was kind of watching it there like oh yeah this is it's really cool i i I like all all they're presenting but it it doesn't feel unique to me and then okay he just killed everyone here why (laughs) yeah that's where i binge watched everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I don't I don't bl- I mean imagine someone that was yeah. watching this weekly <laughs> getting practically blue balled a- a- every Friday <laughs> trying to figure out well well what happens next like I feel like you kind of have that missing factor now with a you know a new season which they announced they're gonna do a season two and three uh, of this show um, which we'll we'll get into later but I feel like the the part that kept hooking me in every week for season one and i'm wondering how they're going to replicate that in season two and you know three uh was the ticking time bomb scenario you know it was that mystery of why omni man did all of this and at the same time when is the bomb going to explode when are people going to piece together and realize he was the one that did this and we had like uh on his oh, own man. free will on his own free will he did this on his own free will, he not mind he control, this. not nope. no parasites. This I was... mean, technically, we can argue that it was not his free will based on the last episode. Are you talking about as far as the uh, the um, you know the not the programming, but you know nature versus nurture? He was nurture Nate. He was, was nurtured to boom. Team nature. No, no, he was nurtured. In, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Nature. He right. was indoctrinated into this yeah okay we'll, uh, let me stop we'll we'll save it. We'll, we'll get save. into that we'll get into yeah. that that's that that's finale territory but um but you're right like with it's it kind of goes back to like those scenes with him like okay there were like throughout the season you had like a lot of these um more or less these side quest villains and uh or you know what a better term would be the the, the saturday morning villains right yeah. They were basically mm-hmm. villains that would appear in that episode and be taken care of by the end, which is fine because, again, that's mimicking how uh, what we talked about earlier. Some of the old shows like Justice League and Batman and all that, they did the same exact thing. Uh, and I guess in it was fine that they did that. I felt like it was their attempt at world building so that you know what villains and what heroes are running around uh, in their universe. Uh, but I mean, just the thing with the dad was just so interesting for me. Every time when we were out in the, um, oh man, what were some things that they did? Um, who, like, uh, him and Mark? 
just just any no i mean like like if there was a scene where like uh like i think it was like episode three or four where mark and uh what's her name um what's the girl's name uh eve eve Eve, Eve. adam eve yes Adam Eve, when they're doing like missions, fighting like you know that bald dude that could like summon oh, those the- little creatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, oh man. I mean, this is fine. Yeah, okay. But what about Omni Man? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> you know. I mean, what with, did you guys think hindsight. about that? Like, were, were you invested in some of these like Saturday morning villains, or were, were you just kind of like wanting to go back to the Omni Man stuff? I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm de- I was definitely invested in. It's funny we haven't even talked about Mark, aka Invincible. Le- uh, oh my god, the, the character, the, the title, the namesake. Character. Yeah, I was definitely invested in Mark and watching him come into his own as a superhero and his struggles. I mean, it falls into the Peter Parker territory of you know yes. him trying to balance uh, his high school life and him being a superhero. But the difference here that I was really enjoying was. Omni-Man, again, he's an asshole dad. He puts all this pressure on Mark. And he's like, come on, Mark. You can't uh, fly this fast. You kind of, uh, you, you mimicked it kind of well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, you know, for a split second. I, I don't know. Sounded pretty decent. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to work on that later. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm def- I was definitely invested in Mark's growth and uh, his struggles. And Steven Yoon, shout out to him, did a great job playing Mark. Oh, he did uh, very well. Uh, agreed. But, you know, uh, yeah, I would say all the characters I found uh, definitely uh, intriguing, the ones who they chose to highlight. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll just real quickly, uh, Robot, uh, he was... Uh, he was a weird one, robot. Oh my god! Uh, yes, yeah. it came from <laughs> a good psychopath. place. I thought it was going somewhere dark with him, but Same. like, and, and then it's like, okay, there's some, it's, it's understandable, it's noble in a way, but wow, you're so weird. That, that's hella weird. It was yep, hella yeah. weird. <laughs> and then, he's um, a creep. yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was left field, but. It was yeah, it's interesting it to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um I would also the Mahler twins actually were really funny to watch. I too. really yes. love the Mahler twins. I really love not enough to remember their name, because I called them the Wonder mm. Twins. <laughs> the Wonder Twins. Which is so <laughs> off. <laughs> I know, I know. But no, I, I I love them. Uh I mean, I think part of why I loved a lot of these characters, even if they didn't have to do with the Omni Man main plot, the voice cast was just so good yeah um who was it that voiced the mahler twins i always forget his that's that's legendary kevin michael richardson kevin michael uh my my default voice that i always go back to with him didn't he voice uh gantu from lilo and stitch yes yeah okay that's That's gantu was gantu the big like short guy yeah yeah yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you had uh, the job. Toasty. A- what, what were some of the other voices you remember? Uh, Marsha Ali or Marsha Ali. I cannot pronounce his name. Um, Ali. I call Maharshala. Him Maharshala. Maharshala. Maharshala uh, <laughs> he was one of them. Um, uh, Titan. Do- he was oh, Titan. Yeah, he was Titan. I do yeah. know that the guy who voiced the, the costume maker, Art Rosenberg. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That was yeah, the Star Wars Mark guy Hamill. also. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I didn't even notice it at first, and then I think you pointed it out to me, and I was, yeah. I was like, oh my god, the raspy voice—that is Mark Hamill. 
very very subdued as far as you know his other superhero work that he's done but uh always a pleasure to have mark hamill you know always yeah i mean uh right. the one the one that caught me off guard was the alien the <laughs> alan is it is alan it? yeah alan, right seth rogan of yeah. all people it's it's not only Seth Rogen. There was also um, uh, Justice R- Justin Rowland. He was the frat boy uh, in one of the later episodes. The first oh. one, the one that came out of the bushes when the girl were walking. Oh, There's the drunk also, guy. Yeah, there was also Ezra Miller. He was also in that show. That um, was Ezra Miller, the guy who was turning them into cyborgs. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And for me, I like this actor is uh, the guy who played Rex, the douchebag. He's the guy called Jason Matsuka. J- yeah, yeah. He played in a lot of shows that I watch. He's always the side character and he's always hilarious. There's something with his voice where whenever he speaks, he I just have to laugh. So I enjoyed that. He's um he's in um what's that Netflix show? Um, I think he's in Big Mouth. Big Mouth. He's in, he's yeah. in Big Mouth, but he's I knew in... him from the show called The League. I'm not sure if you guys oh, ever saw that show. I heard that of show. that. I heard it's of The League. League. That's the fantasy football show. Yes, the fantasy. Honestly, I love that show. Like it's one of those shows where I went out of my way to watch it, and forever, like I like I tried to watch it with my roommates in undergrad, and they hated it whatever reason bunch of douchebags <laughs> but uh <laughs> i love them but um that show like he was hilarious in that show also same kind of guy just total douchebag invade your privacy does not care about anybody else but himself but he plays the role well uh let me ask y'all did y'all recognize uh the uh the what is it the global what what's the team name the, glo- the guardians of the globe did you recognize the guardians of the globe the original ones yeah the original ones um no. not the original ones i do i did recognize some of the the new ones here, here, but not, me, not not the og let me drop some knowledge on you so for one invincible was created by robert kirkman who right. also uh did, uh you know um walking the walking dead, dead the walking right. dead all the Guardians of the Globe are Walking Dead uh, cast members. So, like... Uh, oh, wow. Uh, oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, War Woman is uh, Maggie from Walking Dead. Uh, okay. Gosh, the flipping dippity. That was the what, one what married is... to the Asian dude, right? Yeah, married to Stephen Yoong. Married to Glenn. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Stephen Yoong, that's Yo. right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Immortal is... Uh, God, um, Ross Markin, who plays uh, uh, that oh man, the dude in Walking Dead, who's uh, part of that new town that they showed up in. Aaron, I think, forget, I don't remember, but like uh, Chad Coleman was the Martian man, Sinequa Martin Green was the Green Ghost girl. Uh, that's all the Walking Dead, they brought all the Walking Dead alum, which I found really cool because that is, that is awesome. pretty cool. Wow. That is nice. I mean, they only had one episode to showcase their stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I, it's still cool. I still like that. Uh, that's a neat little Easter egg in there. Yeah, very cool little Easter egg. Um, I do know uh, Monster Girl. Oh, oh another legend. Uh, another legend. I didn't know. I, I, I swear her voice sounded very familiar. And I'm like, what? where does she come oh, from? You cannot not recognize Grey Delisle. Grey Delisle. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
aka um throw out some of her credits icky vicky from uh, icky vicky um, from fairly odd parent. parent mandy oh, from philly and mandy uh admiral say, azula Fire yeah okay azula. i was gonna uh, i was gonna, I was gonna azula. save azula for last oh, oh okay okay you ruined <laughs> I the trying build, to remember. I mean, I, I would say Azula is peak for her voice acting, in my opinion. Yeah. Easily. Agreed. So, there nice. Was also, the. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just say the other actor, the one that plays Cecil, that was Walton Goggins. Yeah. Sure you, mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I love his huh? acting also. I love his movies and shows. So, honestly, a tier A list for a tier A show. So, I'm happy yeah. there. Yeah, I'm happy. Well, Usually... I think... oh. oh, go ahead. Oh, I think a lot of these actors must be coming to them to join these projects because the the act the 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 range of actors they have for the show is so deep that I can't imagine they, you know, were just asked to come on. I imagine I, they must have heard about this project they came to them. Seth Rogen, yeah. Seth Rogen uh, produced the show, so I imagine a lot of these people probably know Seth and. You know, Seth, he's a big nerd, too. So he probably hit up uh, a lot of these, you know, well-known voice actors, too, to come on yeah, the show. They were probably having a party, and he mentioned the show. And they're like, hey, give me a role. And he was like, I got you, fam. Let's go. Yeah, and like, honestly, I think that I, I honestly feel that's probably what really happened. So I like the range. Yeah, the range of actors on the show. And I can only imagine they'll get more of these established actors. Like, oh, my gosh, Zazie Beats, if you know Zazie Beats. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Domino. Mhm, mhm. I mean, usually whenever they have such a huge, like, well-recognized cast, at least for me with movies, it it always raises a red flag. Like, oh, this movie's probably gonna be garbage. Be like, um, uh, like you know how like you get that vibe from a trailer where it's it's not really trying to sell you the plot of the movie or show. It's it's just tell. It's just trying to sell. Oh. All these A-list actors are in it. You want to see them furious. come together. Yeah. Fast and Fast Furious kind of does that. I, I was gonna think a better example was like those um uh those blue sky uh animated movies where it's like oh, um like like, Sing. like Rio Rio and the Ice Sing. Age films. Oh, Ice Age Sing, Sing. yeah, Sing. Yes, uh-huh. where it's like Matthew McConaughey, you know Matthew McConaughey, and it goes up <laughs> Emma Stone, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, Ice Age is amazing. So Ice Age was worked. good at first. Yes, the okay, first two. Out. The first, the first two, two were great. I like that, all of it, them. It went. It went. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. I like all of them. <laughs> I know you. I know your ass is not watching Dawn of the Dinosaurs and getting a laugh out of that man. My dude, a hundred percent. I might just watch that tonight. You Stop know what? it now. Do it. Cut it <laughs> off. Cut oh, it man. off. But um, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, are we missing I'm, anything else on like I mean, the overall? Like, I mean, I, we haven't really talked about the overall premise. Uh, I mean, anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, I would hope understands the premise of the show uh but you know uh i do think it's a fun premise as far as the mystery and uh mark coming into his own it's a coming of age story and, and it was a good one it was good yeah, it was good we've I, seen it I, before but it's it's good it, it was told in a good way with this one 
Yeah, and I and I think the finale capitalizes it capitalizes on Mark's journey as a whole. Um and honestly, I I, I think that's I think that's really it. Uh I mean, uh, the gore, we talked about the gore. The gore. Yeah. Yes, there, there there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel it's like like just as uh Tosi pointed out, like Superman should have been like leveling heads off people left and right. So I think Exactly. <laughs> They and take... the title card kind of got bloody, more bloody. Oh, well, yeah. I well, told you that, he, yes. <laughs> it gets more bloody. It's like it, it's building up. The entire series is building up, and then it all, well, explodes in that finale. And it really it, did. It was... Oh, my God. Are we, are we ready it, to it talk really about explodes. it? <laughs> yes, I think we're I'm ready just, to talk about I'm it. I'm ready. And Press one thing up. I have to say before that, I would not be surprised if next season we just see that the covers start getting ripped apart. As maybe Mark is questioning his identity, that would be ah, cool for whoa. the show. It slowly mm. get ripped as the season goes on because now there's a crisis of identity, and you know what? The people are gonna understand once we talk about the final episode. So let's get started. Let's get started. So what we got first up? We literally pick up where we left off uh, from last week, right? You see, Mark witnessing his dad rip immortal. Invincible Immortal and ha- who, who who's Immortal voiced by you said so that's that's Ross Markin, uh, real Walking Dead's fans know who he is. Uh, I can't remember his character's name. Aaron, his name is Aaron. 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 Okay, okay. Uh, so, he, fun fact: He also did. He also took over the role of Red Skull in Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, so, that wasn't the same actor. No, it was not the same actor. It was him. So, oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, fun fact. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he says, should have stayed dead. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, man, he really should have, man. He got one-shotted again. <laughs> I hate Omni-Man so hard. He, oh, my God. He just, <laughs> was Omni-Man rips him apart. He, he yeah. literally pulls his lower torso one way and the other half the other way. Yes, like asshole, man. You don't have to kill him like that. Listen, he Immortal got a a good clean eye jab in there before he had to go. I I give him that. I give him credit on that one. Like, ah, okay, that's probably what I would have done too. Just one last final fu. I I I wouldn't be surprised if I'm gonna say, you know what? Before I rip you to shreds, let me give you one free hit. That's it. It's like okay, okay. Now now I'm gonna rip you to shreds. (laughs) I mean, I'm gonna. Yes, when he did that eye gouging. And... Yes, he's... yeah. That, that... Oh, go ahead. No, no, that, like that. That was that was. I think the best hit, or like the the hardest hit Omni Man got in the entire series. That. Agreed. Yeah, that was probably the one that hurt the most. Uh, aside from the yeah. ass beating he took when he went against the Guardians of the Globe originally. Yeah. Um. But, you know, that's that's another thing that we, we kind of touched on a little bit. But, like, Omni-Man's temper, when when it's, like, not in public or in front of people, this dude gets really pissed. One of the things we kind of glossed over, you all remember that episode where he basically committed genocide against a civilization? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> dude. <laughs> wow. The team sucked. 
I downloaded that song right after I saw that scene. My man, send me the name right now. No, and he, and oh. he, and he, just, he just gets home, like, the entire time, like, Debbie's just saying, like, oh, he's most likely doing this and this and that, and he's ripping this. He's doing diplomacy. 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 We'll show them our peaceful ways by, by force. force. Yes. He's destroying their entire civilization, and he just, like, comes back to his house, like, hey, honey, I just got home from work. I just destroyed I, an entire civilization. <laughs> Send them back it. to the Stone Age. I love this. Send them back to the Stone Age. And it's not only that. If you remember early on, even when he was training his son, he punched him in the stomach without holding back. Yeah, I remember he, he knocked the wind out of him. Yeah, he saw him fall on the floor, and he had that little gasping voice like, Dad, why did you do this? <laughs> exactly, and that's what makes him an asshole. He's like, Mark, what? You couldn't take that, Mark? Oh man, you're, you're dude. You're I'm not gonna lie, it sounds pretty good. Viltrumites should be able to take hits like that, Mark. We're stronger than everybody. Don't you understand? He's an <laughs> asshole, man. He's such a. He's he's that he's that kid in school whose dad was the parent, and I'm mean, sorry, the coach. Who's he was the coach. Old? And you know oh, the coach's son. The coach's oh, son. Ah, the coach's son. I know, coach's I know son. those types. I know those types. <laughs> and Mark just took the blunt of it all. Like Mark was supposed to be going pro, going college, and he wasn't living up to Omni Man's expectations. So, but then um, he would like cushion it with like, like you know, like he would have that look of anger when he would like you know knock the wind out of his son. But then he would be like, Mark, I, I just want you to be uh you know prepared for the. I did. It the was work. disappointment, my dude. It was a look of disappointment. It was yeah, a look man, of yeah. it was pity. It was yes. pity. <laughs> um, but but uh, going back to the finale, we have Mark witnessing what his dad, uh, you know, truly is, and this is something that I was kind of afraid of going into the episode where. I, like we knew he was gonna fight his dad, but I thought at first it was gonna be an all-out brawl, like just Mark just trying to beat the crap out of his dad, who you know was easily stronger than him. Uh, but that wasn't the case in this episode. The, the first thing he doesn't even throw a punch at his dad. He kind of like grapples with him, and he wants to come to terms with, "Oh, dad, are are, are you being mind controlled or something? Like what's going on? We gotta fix this." I, I yeah. like that. You know, it's it's realistic. He doesn't Mark doesn't want to fight his dad. Like, yeah, he saw him just kill someone, but his first instinct is not, well, I gotta beat the ever loving crap out of my dad. I, I gotta kill him now. No, he that's his dad. He's uh, trying to reason. He tries to reason with him. He tries to find the reason, like, why the hell did you just rip this guy in half? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's 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 a believable reaction. It's only when Omni-Man opens his mouth does Mark realize, okay, my dad is like an egotistical maniac, you know? And you have to remember, for his entire life, he looked up to his dad. That's the entire point of this show. He kept saying at the beginning, Dad, I want to be like you. You are a good person. You save people. So when he saw his dad rip somebody in half, he's like, no, I can't believe my dad is a bad guy. That's not my dad. There has to be something wrong with him because there's no way such a good person could be bad. But whew, the little did he know. <laughs> remember what they say? They say never meet your heroes. You know. Ooh, that's you true. think that's what it, you think that's what was going on here? Well, never meet your heroes, but it's your dad. So your dad's like, your hero. Yeah. 
you know? So it's kind of like... He's no. seeing yeah, who his dad really is. Exactly. And that's twice as bad because and, he looked up to his dad as, I guess, as a guide to being a man. And he also looked up to his dad as a hero. So for him, his entire world came crushing down. So it's yeah. not just a random hero he met in the street. This is somebody he grew up with that he knew personally was supposed to be a good person. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> we all know what happened. <laughs> well, you know, for me, and I really felt it with Mark, too. And shout out to Sandra Oh. Uh, oh, she's another Debbie. great. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. When he called her a pet. That's oh. what killed him. When he called her yes. a pet. And the 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 other part is like he's when he's beating the crap out of Mark, that he's telling Mark everything like like his purpose, like why he's doing everything he's doing and explaining and justifying it. Where he and Mark is like denying everything he is saying, even what he said about his mom. And he's and when he he pummels him and says, "This is the only time I've told you the truth." It's like it hit. Like Omni Man is like. I've been lying to you your entire life, but this yeah. is the only honest thing I've I've said to you. And he's pummeling his son to the ground. Honestly, like, I, I like the struggle Mark is having. It wasn't like you're, you know, kind of like how we usually see in like anime or other uh, like superhero shows where the you know you have this inexperienced fighter. He just gets this burst of anger, which we've seen Mark get throughout the season like he gets these fits of rage and he just goes berserk mode and yep. he sometimes comes out on top he, he didn't come out on top last time with that that white tiger looking dude <laughs> oh yeah white but, tiger also wiped the floor with him oh yeah he, <laughs> battle he beast wasn't it battle beast battle beast battle beast that was michael beast. dorn from um star trek fame uh, oh. the Klingon. Also, another really good voice actor. Yeah, man. He... Wait, which one? The new um, one or the new, the old Star Trek? Um, the old one. The one with Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart. He oh, played okay. Yeah, the old one. The old one. Or not like the old, but you know, not not the yeah, movie. The old. It's not the movies. Yeah. Host. I like yeah. the movies also. Those movies, they're also the trilogy that I love. They're really good. They but are. They are. That's another discussion. But, um,. Yeah, honestly, it's just the speech, the, like, Mark, he's, I like that he does land a couple punches on his dad, but they're the writers. They're oh, insignificant in the grand scheme. Like, Mark's punches are, are just. Nothing. They're nothing. Nothing. Like, he just got his powers. Like, well, I think from the span of when the season started, it was like six months, I think they yeah, said. Like six or seven six months. months. Six months. Yeah. And there we go. And I mean, we all knew, like, dude, there's just no way a rookie like this is gonna win against Omni Man. Like, I, I don't want no shonen anime power up BS. And and it didn't happen. Omni Man, like fairy we, tale, some fairy tale bullshit. <laughs> fairy tale. Um, <laughs> we have Omni a fairy Man. tale fan, uh, Doctor Mondo. You better be careful. <laughs> I like. I read. You I know like, what? I read it, but like, you know, I like fairy tale, but. Damn, like, ah, there we go. That's all you need to say. Like, stop right here. You redeem yourself. Just stop. The plot, the plot armor. It's it's too no. strong. <laughs> no, it is. At least, and... at least it wasn't here, right? Oh, thank God. Uh, 
<laughs> Omni Man. I mean, yeah, we we all know what Omni Man did to our poor boy Mark. But he, but before he even did that, before the ass whooping started, he dropped very interesting lore on the Viltrumites. Oh, yes. Um, yep. very important lore. It, in fact, it's it's what his entire speech throughout his fight with Mark is based on. Uh, Grandmaster Hoob, you want to lead us into that one? I mean, what he's like. Okay, so Viltramite, yes, I was assigned to Earth. <laughs> However, I was assigned to conquer Earth because y'all are weak, Viltramites. And when they show the flashback, I, I was reminded of like um, when Zabuza said he had to kill his whole class to graduate. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. So basically, <laughs> they were like weeding out the weak. I'm, I mean, you two, one, uh, Dr. Jason, Dr. I'm sorry, Toasty. Y'all were in law school. I'm sure y'all had some weed out classes in. Dr. Mondo, you in med school had some weed out classes. They weeding out the weak on Viltrax or whatever the name of that planet is. In the most extreme way possible. Yeah, yeah the most extreme way possible. And like, it's so graphic. The entire, it was. Like that flashback. Oh, like this, the wondrous planet of Viltron or whatever it's like. I think it's Viltron. The wondrous planet where we did this, and you see people ripping them, ripping themselves to shreds there, yep. Go, like intestines flying, decapitations galore, <laughs> and it's like, oh, what a, what a wonderful world! It's like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you know, Omni Man kept saying, you know, this was the peak of civilization. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got no better than this. It's like, no, nope. get better than this. Which I don't even understand how there wasn't one person standing because in the law of, you know, strength, there's got to be always someone stronger unless y'all come to a stalemate. So I guess all the ones that live came to a stalemate, I guess. I don't know. Or but, maybe um, they recognize their strength. They're like, you know, I could kill you, but you were just so strong compared to the other 300 people we just slaughtered. I think mm -hmm. I, I, th I think, you, you know, you should live. It's like you pass. You yeah. pass. You pass yeah. with me. And so I'm the man sent to Earth, and he's weeding out the weak. Uh, I guess to lower their defenses, but which didn't is, seem that like that explains the Guardians of the Globe scenario. It it does, but in all honesty, it didn't look like he was gonna have much trouble to begin with. Like if Omni Man could take them all out, imagine if he had sent they had sent a whole ship oh of Viltriums to Earth. But that's the point, though. Remember, they sit in the back story whatever it's called that they because they kill half of their goddamn planet surprise surprise they couldn't they were unable to keep conquering planets because they ran out of people to conquer said planet so it's one of those things where i don't think they could afford to send an entire battalion they maybe send one person on every planet almost ironically like goku and they just expect that person to conquer the planet and once they do, they just force the planet into their federation. So he was just doing what I guess his job was. And I guess we're not gonna know until the next season, but I don't think I don't think they have enough manpower to sacrifice to send an entire ship after them. That's my personal opinion anyway, from what it may, it may have seen. But I mean, that's what they said in the in the backstory. They said they kept expanding to the point where they stretched to ten. Yeah. Yeah. So they ran out of people, which mean eventually, I mean, if I'm guessing it's something where they still rule by fear, 
where they're afraid that if they leave a planet, because we know by now that there's a rival federation. So I'm assuming that they're afraid that if they don't have a Veltrimon or whatever the species is called on that planet to keep people in check, those people are immediately going to turn on them. So, hey, they're full for killing half of their civilization because I am sure that even the weakest of their civilization could have easily beat the... The Walmart Justice League. Let's go call them the Walmart Justice League League. Like, yeah, they could have easily beat them, but (laughs) it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially at the end of the substance. They mentioned that no Viltrum has ever left his planet. Yes, they always stayed there to make sure that everything's ordered. But you never sacrifice your post. But something is like it's interesting when it comes to Omni, like Omni Man and Mark and all that. It, it kind of, although he tells Mark, like, yeah, this is the only time I've told you the truth. And multiple points in the series, uh, one, first of all, Omni-Man's disposition changes when Mark gets his powers. It completely changes from there right. on. And two, there also, I think there are some instances where he actually says, I, I wish Mark didn't have any powers. It's like, because it may, because it, it will make everything easier, but and I don't know if he's saying easier to conquer the planet or is that he actually was doubting his mission for uh, for Viltrum, and like just when Mark got his power, I don't know, like something triggered. Oh, it's like hey, um, like it reinforced his belief that he has to conquer the planet. I don't know. There's like there's some weird stuff going on there. Well, it I, could I, be. I, I see what you're saying. Well, um, it's like borderline. Um... Oh, you know, I want to bring draw this comparison. It's kind of like a uh, Harry Potter in a sense, or just you know, um, supremacy as a whole. When Mark got his powers, his disposition changed because he said, "You're you're Viltrag or you're a Viltramite, Mark." You know, at first he just looked at Mark as a measly little human, um, but when he got his powers, that confirmed he is like him. And I think as far as his mission goes. Wasn't he gonna? Well, yeah, he was gonna bring Mark into the fold, as far as you know. Let's right. conquer Earth together. That's why Omni Man. You know, Omni Man. Um, you know, he says this is the first time I told you the truth, but he alluded to the truth plenty because he would say stuff uh, like, "They're weak, Mark. You don't need to concern yourself with weak people." Like Mark handles big problems, world saving stuff. He doesn't need to uh, oh, make yeah. with the commoners and whatnot. Uh, so that's what I take as far as, you know, when Mark got his powers, Omni-Man was like, I now have an extra hand in helping bringing down, you know, the humans and whatnot. And that's why he got so frustrated when Mark's powers were not like developing at the rate he wanted. Cause I mean, compared actually, to Omni-Man, Mark is actually really weak. Actually, oh, I was thinking about it right now. What if the reason he acted like that is because he has to report it back to HQ. And the reason he was so harsh on Mark is because he knows for a fact that if they sent a representative, I guess, from HQ to test out Mark, if they figure out that Mark is too weak, they were going to kill yep. him off anyway. Ah, so that could you know. be the point of him that was so afraid. And it shows at the end that he cares about Mark. So that's probably the point where he's like, because this guy got the power, I have to train him really fast before HQ get there. And when they do get there, is he going to be strong enough to pass the test? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would probably say no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, he's not going to pass at all. It's like... If this is anything to judge by, yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. You got a long ways to go, Mark. Long but, ways. But a long ways to go kind of goes into, you know, he has time to train like that. Uh, Mark, the, the Omni-Man, he gave an additional bit of lore on Viltrumites where he said they have an extremely long lifespan. They uh, live yeah. thousands. They live like a thousand years. Thousands. Thousands yeah, of millennia. years. And it's crazy, cause Man, dude, the longer I mean, you live, the slower you age. The How slower awesome is that, <laughs> dude? Honestly, I mean, I felt like that was the crux of his argument in trying to indoctrinate Mark, because he really, he's really trying to drive home, like Mark, you're gonna outlive all of these people. Why do you care? Why are you gonna care about them? And then he drew a comparison to himself. He's like, <laughs> my, my time with you and your mom has been just a speck of my life in general and that's where it, it alluded to what grandmaster hoop was saying or I, I forgot who it was that said it earlier where um he he basically called uh debbie the mom a pet like because <laughs> uh, i think mark asked him like you know oh do you care about mom do you uh, you don't love her then all this time and he's like well you know no i i care about your mom you know the way someone cares for a pet and that oh my god which yeah. is a like, terrible comparison but then i guess i get it because it's like you know most pets don't most humans his, outlive yeah, their pets from his know? perspective and and i thought uh i don't know if this is like a general saying or some famous philosopher said this before I, I don't know but i thought when omni-man said that i thought um mark would have like try to counter with like a comparison with like dogs and humans so like uh, i don't know if you guys heard of this but like there's a saying that the reason why dogs have such short lifespans which is like you know like seven to i don't know 20 years depending on the breed and the size of the dog compared to humans right um the reason why their lifespan is so short is because uh they 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 learn what true happiness is in that lifespan quicker than humans can and that's why dogs we always view them as like so pure and kind and like you know if if you ever meet something like if i ever meet someone that that doesn't like a dog i am red flags are raised <laughs> like i'm like oh okay that's a little suspicious <laughs> But um, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. <Same laughs> if here. you don't like dogs, there's something wrong with you, my man. Like, there you are. You're hiding some secrets. Let me see your closets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have my dog sniff around. But like, you see, like the way you know, and that's why humans have longer lives than dogs because the you know humans take a much longer time to figure out you know how to appreciate life, what true happiness is, all that stuff. I'm not gonna get too deep into that philosophy, but. There's a saying that that goes like that. I thought Mark maybe once he, the dad made that comparison, he maybe would have said like, yeah, you know, mom's only probably going to live like what, 70, 80, 90, 100 years, whatever, and we'll live thousands of years. But maybe that life that mom lives is worth experiencing because, you know, she'll find happiness in that. And we'll also find happiness in that as well. I thought actually, they were going to do that. That would have been kind of cool. but Actually, maybe it's because he had brain damage. But to back that point up. This um, was before no. the ass beating. This oh, was before, before the, the ass, ass beating. beating. This uh, was early on. He was still okay. conscious. Uh, I was about to say, um, the mom should definitely live longer than that. 
the dad made a point that technology with their species is so advanced that they can cure anything. So I don't see why they can do something where humans can start living longer also. So I don't well, I mean see anything ridiculous. I, yeah, we're not gonna see yeah. anything ridiculous, but I mean I'm wondering how long their lifespan is. In a way, I, and the second part, in a way, I'm gonna take the opposite side of you on that. Even though he called the mom a pet, I still think that he cares about her in a way. Because I don't know about you guys, if you have dogs, I will kill somebody for my dog. <laughs> so um <laughs> I feel like in his own twisted way, especially for, for for somebody that was born in a civilization where there was, we can assume there's no emotion. It's just training from birth. For him to even have some kind of emotional connection with anything else living, I mean, he definitely, that was definitely amazing for me. And we can see it by the end of the episode with the way he acted when he left. Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. there, he's definitely the outlier. And I wonder if Next season, they're gonna address this when he goes back and does all the things. Are they gonna address Easy, the only one that does this? What happened if somebody does this? And they made a point of saying that nobody has ever done that before. So I want to know what they're gonna. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with that. So um, the dad has definitely become softer by living on Earth, and even though uh, clearly probably... not soft enough, if hey, he's using Mark as like a rag doll, <laughs> causing yeah. casualties. Can we? Can we talk about the? <laughs> the yes. Yeah, to teach great. him a lesson. Yeah, to oh. teach him a lesson. That's what he said, right? Yeah, yes. Was. Time yep. I teach you, Mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, the- he was. I mean, like you remember that scene where the pilot uh, ejected from the oh. the plane and oh, Mark saved gosh. him. I I already had red flags. I'm like, he's gonna kill him. Iron <laughs> yeah. Man's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill him right in front of him. He dropped out behind him and say, "Man, you are already dead." He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> and he like, pulled up behind him with a kunai knife. <laughs> no, yes, like, just prolonged your like Omni Man was like, you just prolonged your insignificant life for about maybe a minute more. You're still, but the ending is still inevitable. He's an asshole, man. He did not. And it's a mess because the pilot, no. the pilot also went down like screaming in fear because literally he thought he was going to die. Got that 10 second of relief and then boom, it's just death. It was just like turning off a, like a light bulb. Stop. At least he was it. peaceful in that death because he didn't know Omni Man was like right behind him in that second <laughs> i Don't guess try to justify this <laughs> no, like, i know i mean like i'm trying to uh, maybe it was peaceful but you know he had that adrenaline pumping from falling and he was thanking mark at the end he's like oh thank you mark i'm so happy boom he's like boop yeah, he was somewhat at peace no and then and then he just punches he casually punches mark and mark flies i think like 20 kilometers something Easily. like that Easily, like it's like, oh, we're in the middle of nowhere. They fast forward. You just went to, I think, Chicago. I think it was Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, they were twenty miles away from Chicago. <laughs> and it's like, flash forward. Everyone minded their own business, walking around, and then like a meteor almost hits Chicago, and it's Mark. <laughs> and it's Mark. Mark is, and then like honestly, I love these scenes because uh, it shows Mark's character growth throughout this season where he he's getting his ass handed to him left and right by omni-man but even then he's, he's still going. trying to be a hero 
he keeps going. Like he's still, he still believe even like his entire life was like, hey, I'm looking up to my dad. Like he's the best here in the world. Now my dad, I find out he's an asshole and he's a, a mass murdering maniac. But even still, he still strives to be a hero and like to remain a hero, even if he's getting his ass whooped by his father, his role model, his his hero. And it's like, right. which is which is admirable. It's like, wow, like this guy has an iron will. Yeah. No, I I agree. I mean. Like the, the scene with what him trying to save the mom and the daughter the, at the same time. Oh, yeah, the black mom, dude. That yes. hit. Oh, that that, that hit. was sad. I was, right I was, was hoping that sad. he was able to grab them and fly away, and uh, I was hoping he'd be able to push the building back. Was anyone hoping he was gonna push the building back? Or just fly through like the window, like you know, yeah. and come but, out the other side? But we all saw what happened last time when he tried something like that with the old lady. Well, I mean. Yeah. To be fair, I guess I guess he didn't want to do that because the goal was to also not let the building fall on, on the, people the people below him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it I, was I guess a there loss. Was loss. But it then you know the icing, loss. the icing on top of that, you know, he, it does crash, and Omni Man's like, "This is your fault, Mark." Oh, no, he puts the blame because, on yeah, him. Yeah, it's like because you're so weak, you couldn't you couldn't protect them. Yeah. Oh, but if but he had on top of that, he's like, "Why are you trying to protect them?" You know. Oh, but also. Oh. True. And I mean, he Mark is, you know, basically saying that, like, I'm not I'm not going to betray these people that I grew up with. And then uh, Omni Band's like, well, I got to teach you a lesson, Mark. And he oh, grabs him. Are we at the train? We're oh, at the train. Oh, oh. We're at the train. <laughs> I thought yes. I, I thought he was going to like. I, I didn't even think about like the subterranean part of it. I I saw him going underground. I thought he was gonna go to like the core of the planet for some Same. dumb reason. Like I don't know, beat the crap out of him in like the molten core or something. No, but he uses he uses Mark, oh, like it's... to kill I don't know how many people. And it's like, and he legit it... says to Mark, "You killed them because you're flailing arms in this in like in this entire ordeal, we're ripping them to shreds." So even you, even if it, <laughs> even if he wasn't failing his arms, like if if Mark just the stood there, it's, yeah. it was the impact. Yeah, he's no, gonna kill it, them yeah. no matter what he does. No, no, yeah, but he wanted to make a point to Mark. It's like, see how insignificant they are. Look, you you're standing there essentially, like and they are standing there moving your arms, and right. you're kill, and you're killing them. Look how insignificant they are, and, and it's then, like now their blood is are, is literally on your hands. Because you were the one that killed them with your flailing arms. Mark's crying at this point, Look, by the way. He broke Mark. It, it, broke. it is the it's the um, yeah. it's the reverse of Spider-Man 2's train scene. Spider-Man <laughs> oh, 2 again. Yeah. It is great literally movie. a great fantastic movie. Not as good as Spider-Man 3, but yes. Shut, oh. shut the hell up. You're definitely right. You're definitely right about that. Yeah. It, it has <laughs> to stand in the Run back. Spider-Man 2 is not the best Marvel movie, but that's that's for it's, another show. I, that's not what I did not say that just now. You are, you are trying to start something that we'll get into on another podcast. No, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, literally, you know, Peter Parker was trying to hold back the train to save all these people. Mark is trying to get out of the grip of Omni-Man to save all these people. And then here he is literally just imploding all these people and 
like the news report said, they said it would take them weeks, which realistically sounds true. It would take them weeks to I would say more. Yeah. Easily. Uh, like months. what? Just clean it up, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A the good portion of the counts. city is gone. Yeah. Yeah. The and train system is gone. That's infrastructure right there. Yeah. Yes. That's that's gonna be bi- um, billions easily. Billions of dollars to oh, build. No, that's, that, that was like well. Well, Chicago's ground zero. <laughs> it's ground. Yes. <laughs> for it me, was. for me, that was the scene where I, I just was like, I have no like hope of redemption for Omni Man. I'm done with this guy. Oh, oh, that's I, that's where you lost it with him. Yes. For, for me, for me, it was when his boy went unconscious and he just started flailing him <laughs> around. No, <laughs> and on the mountain, on the mountain. In the mountain, he no, wasn't I, even I, awake. No, and he even te- he even says, "Oh, you know, you got you and your mother were just 17 years of my enormous life. Hell, I can have another. I can another. make another one. <laughs> yes, I, I can make. Oh but my dude, Let me God. get another pet from the store. <laughs> That's oh, what he said. Honestly, that dude, that broke me. That I, broke me. And then, like, and even with all that, then it's like he still." keeps on questioning why Mark, why Mark, and then he has like this little flashback of when Mark was a kid, which kind of demonstrates a little bit of maybe a speck of appreciation, like I'm gonna say a speck of humanity Humanity? and appreciation. Or weakness. Like weakness in in, in my terms, or some like emotional, like emotion basically, and love for his son, a of that but and everything goes when he says like oh yeah like everything in the planet is going everyone in the planet is going to die and you will remain you will know no one who you who you were raised with or whatever why the hell are you defending it and like you're not gonna have anything it's like oh but i'm still gonna have you and that's when like okay that like that that and the teeth and oh, the yeah. te- <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Lack of teeth. The lack of teeth. This was the yeah. beating to oh, end like all beatings. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> goodness. I, I want to keep bringing this was... back to the whole asshole dad. Imagine your dad beating the <laughs> shit out of you like that. But dude, it's out of love. He would have toughened you up. That is not <laughs> love, dude, man. That is not That's love. Amazing. That is. Dude, he was gonna kill dad, him, dude. He no, was straight dad, up wailing dad, on him, I, like he was I a mean, guardian would, of the globe. If you no, had I the caption, like, if, if you had the like, captions on, if they don't on, kill you, I'm gonna kill you first. It said Mark was like gurgling and struggling to breathe. Gurgle. Gurgling. Gurgle. Oh, oh my, my god. god. He beat his son. Uh I mean But no worry. His son can take it. You saw how his face looked two weeks later. He was right back up there ready to fight again. <laughs> no worry. Yes. He treated it... him like his me at the the on December first after no nut November. <laughs> 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 oh my god. He went <laughs> in but like honestly, I no, for real. That beating it was the beating of a lifetime it was the beating of a lifetime he never went that hard on anyone like okay he was one shotting the guardians of the globe he needed to beat the shit out of yeah he didn't he didn't torture them he straight up killed them but a mark he tortured mark he He taught him a lesson he taught him a lesson my man 
You are the beta. I am the alpha. So know your goddamn place. And if you think this is gonna be like the Greek mythology and you're Zeus and you're gonna take me out, no, you're not strong enough for that. So, oh, he's Chronos. Yeah, Chronos. Oh. <laughs> Zeus. So again, like that was that was horrible. But then again, like you guys said, we saw it. There was a glimpse of humanity or weakness where he were like you could see it. Like he was looking at the baseball, he was singing the sign, saying it was useless. And the mom with her snake tongue is converting this strong soldier <laughs> into an emotional human being. <laughs> she said, look at him. He's going to make you happy because he's happy. And this poor man fell for her spells. But, like, and now he has it... to run back home with his tail between his legs to tell his HQ, boss, I messed up. I fell in love. Oh, my God. He's going to get a beating, too. <laughs> Oh yeah, he would. You all know this. What if the crying? What if the crying was because of the beating? He was afraid he was gonna get. He already knew what was coming, dude. He already knew. Honestly, I I I feel like the delivery of the line was also really well. Um, you know, uh, Grandmaster Hoop, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I have a quote here in our notes. Go ahead. I think you see, and. This is word for word what what he says. It's not. Uh, I didn't ad lib it. I I love these. I love this paragraph so much. I went back and wrote it down. Like wow, this delivery was spot on. Wait, you want uh, me to do it? <laughs> I want you to try. <laughs> okay, sure, sure, sure. Oh, 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 right now. Oh yeah, yeah, right now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Time out. He was screaming this right, right. You, was... Yeah, you don't you don't have to like you know you know scream into your mic. Uh, just. This this one yeah. about you'll outlive every. <laughs> this is after the memory. This is after the memory that that he has, and, and this is his last attempt at trying to convince Mark. You know why are you risking everything? Oh okay, okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, you'll outlive every fragile, insignificant being on this planet. You will live to see the world crumble to dust and blow away. Everything and everyone you know will be gone. What will you have after 500 years? Gurgle sounds. You d- <laughs> I still have you. <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> Listen, man, I am tearing up right now. <laughs> that was an excellent line right there because that it, that's what he does have he has him that he was good. that was and good you, writing right there you know yeah. what the i'm thinking about the reason that might be the diet weakness again is we talked about this their entire species probably just pop out a kid and they just send them to military camp he got an emotional attachment to mark so i'm assuming the rest of their species they only look out for themselves to see i'm better than the other person but here, there's more than that. There's actually a fatherly some love between them. So for him to hear somebody else has my back, you know what? That's probably what got to him also. So Yeah, because that, that's something that we haven't even established with the Viltramites. Uh, or at least what the dad, what Omni-Man was willing to share. Uh, yeah. How is How are familial ties recognized? Zero, yeah. Zero fam. I, I can tell you that right now. Well, I if imagine that's what they're going to explore next season. Yeah. Right. If your species is known for wiping out the weaks and wiping out your um, 
half of your planet. You know, for a fact, other people are like other people that had kids. They pop. I would not. Be, let's go with that. I would not be surprised if next season we meet a character that tells a story along the line that yeah, I'm strong because I had to kill all of my siblings to eat. I would not be surprised. I'm letting you guys know that right now. I'm, I'm absolutely. It's it's survival to the fittest. The runt of the family does not live, and Mark is the runt right now. So we'll see if he grows stronger by next season. I mean, he might have some Viltrumite cousins out there, you know, or something. That's true. Right. That doesn't, yeah. mean, that, that doesn't mean they'll treat him right. Oh, oh no, no, no. They're not going to treat him right. They're going to beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's love and Viltrumite. I mean, if anything, Mark really is proving that he is invincible because he is coming back from these oh major God. ass whoopings. Like, I don't know how. Like you said, he bounced back after two weeks. How? That... Where does teeth come back from? And apparently they grew back. The the calcium in, in Viltrumites is godlike. <laughs> I, I I guess so. I asked myself the same question. I was like, he got his teeth back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would imagine they're not gonna give this boy like a gap for season two the entire time. <laughs> I did ask that same question though. Uh but um yeah, uh Omni Man leaves tears in his eyes it's questionable what the tears were for were they tears of attachment tears of frustration um tears of the ass whooping he's gonna get when he goes back home um but man what what an explosive way to like that fight i mean i i loved it i loved it and and of course the rest of the episode was just more of like uh Kind of, kind of like a wind down, you know, uh, of just what's everyone doing? Uh, you know, th- a big thing just happened. They just realized their Superman equivalent was actually an invader. He was a douchebag. He, he was going to yeah. kill all of them. Where do we go from here? Um, and we kind of got like a like a casting call or I don't know what a roll call of like where like what's everyone doing? Yeah. Right, like mm-hmm. uh, we got the Guardians of the Globe. You know, they're more of a team now. Uh, they actually, let me pause you really quickly. Didn't the black guy get his power back, and they he... didn't explore that yet? He which got one? his powers back. He black Samson. Back. Which yeah. which black guy? Black Samson. The... He's a guardian. The black guy. Oh. From... Yeah. He's the, he's the old guy. Like he's the old guy in the new Guardians. Right. Yeah. He lost them. Yeah, yeah he remember that was off screen. Early. He lost yeah. them off screen before. That's why he wore the armor at the beginning, where the dude said, "Oh, I made fun of you." Uh, he was making fun oh, of him because he said oh, you yeah, didn't even yeah, have yeah, any yeah. powers. Okay. And later on, he mentioned how he lost his powers somehow. And when he got into that accident, he said that something like when he was in the bed, there was like some kind of lightning bolt or something. And when he woke, he said, "I feel better. It seemed like my abilities are back." But we haven't explored that yet, so that's something hidden. That's a hidden gem for next season. So we need to look out for that. They might explore that. Uh, I mean, also with Monster Girl, I wonder if they're going to touch on the her, her whole gimmick with her power. Like, every time oh. she transforms. It's like, it's, she goes back, like, she becomes one week younger. I think it was yeah. something like that. That's, that's kind of messed up. Like, she, had, like she said, oh, yeah, I was Monster Woman, but, like, I use my powers <laughs> a lot. And, like, to just avoid any confusion and any complications, I'm Monster Girl now. <laughs> and I like to point out she was holding hands. 
with our boy Rudy Robot. She was. Yes. She was. Robot. Oh, Robot. <laughs> yeah. Robot I, I, is playing the game. <laughs> is, is Robot, was he originally. Did, yes, they, he was, did they ever say his age? Because I'm uh, not sure. They said that he was in his 30s because he said that he was stuck in the thing for like 20 to 30 years. So okay. he's somebody around our age where he's in his late 20 to 30s. Because it was some random line they dropped where he was like, oh, yeah, I was stuck in that thing for like 20 to 30 years. You guys don't understand how it feels, blah, blah, blah. But okay. So I guess it's okay because also Monster Girl is not actually a little yeah, girl. Yeah, she's like he's 25, like, 26 or something like that, 24 to 26. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so right. not as weird, not as weird, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. In the, in, the, in the grand scheme of it all. Sure. And, and I mean, I it depends on how you look at it, though. They'd really you... fall in love with Monster Girl as the kid version or <laughs> oh my oh, or God. then you see the adult version before so is Rudy the <clears throat> no but Rudy is basically like Rudy physically is Rex's clone kid ver- yeah, yeah kid, kid a clone yeah kid version <laughs> that was but... that interaction was funny it's like dude you're me <laughs> as a kid yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I love that reveal. He just came in like nothing just happened. Yeah, as My if dude. that was normal. Like that shows part of him being a, uh, I guess, a psychopath. He's and and then again, it's not his fault. He was secluded into that little water case, uh, chamber thingy where that kept him alive for so long that he probably never interacted with anybody else. So he doesn't know how to interact. Okay, Things yeah, that you're he right. Thought, yeah, he views everything logically. He said, "I needed a new body." I like this girl. This girl seems to be attracted to you, so I'm gonna copy your body so she can be attracted to me. One plus one equal two, my man. And <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? And this was the same guy that she like punched the teeth out of, and like, <laughs> what was it like? That's the, the third f- episode during the trading session. Yes, <laughs> the trading. I remember that she knocked out his teeth. <laughs> oh, but he kind of cute though. <laughs> and I think he also grew the teeth back. I don't. He know. did. They all. <laughs> They all grow their teeth back. Which I guess that must be Cecil's crew that. Or it could be the that. dental program. They may have some excellent dental program over there. Oh, oh sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Superheroes get their teeth popped out all the time. They definitely need good dental care. You're right. That's right. That's right. The Avengers don't think of the stuff like this. They don't. They they they're still struggling with how to pay their <laughs> their bill. Yeah, their, their bill for certain <laughs> heroes. Man. You have <laughs> you have billionaire friends, but you can't ask them for my man. Just give me a couple thousand. I know you're not gonna miss that. <laughs> oh man, but um, we got what, what else we got? We got Guardians of the Globe. Oh, we saw um, Titan. Um, running his, Titan. his little criminal empire. Yeah. I guess. Right. I liked Titan's character. Same. Like, I, I really liked it because yes, he had a reason for doing everything, and he was actually he was kind of like okay, I'm like I'm looking out for my family for the ones I love the most. He was kind of like sorta a Robin Hood because even though he destroyed a building, he gave uh he gave one of the residents like here get here's the cash you can get a new place, and it's like he was really looking out in a way for mostly for his family, but didn't forget about the little guy and did play a role in mark's development as a character because it made mark see like hey there's more than meets the eye when it comes to crime it's not just like high-end crime people from space coming in in alien invaders i like like, that you're a protector of everyone 
Yeah, it's like you gotta look up for the little guy, but it also it made Mark get out of his naivety because he did trick Mark, and Mark almost died. Dude, oh, God. But Mark got a great A ass beating. He did. Well, that was unfair. Who knew they were gonna recruit? What's his name? Beast something. Be- Beast battle, uh, battle, beast. battle, 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 beast. beast. Who remember this guy, uh, Machine Head, was supposed to just be recruiting like low level thugs, and he brings battle beast from no, but it, galaxy. But he, he's from. He, he did trick Mark, but like, but Mark doesn't know he tricked him. True, I mean, Mark doesn't know he was played. True, so but actually, it, that'll be a point, uh, a plot point next season. I mean, yeah. Titan is the new kingpin. Yeah. New Kingpin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got uh I, I I don't remember the alien species, but it was the green one that uh The Flaxen? The Flaxen? The no. Flaxen, the one no. that Omni Man genocide or we yes. thought genocide. Yeah. No. And we also have but, the um The Martians. Yeah, the the Martians, but no, like the I I'm gonna call them eight like, you know, the alien movies, like the little yeah. the things oh, the that face huggers. Face yeah. yeah. The face huggers. Like, yeah, they're coming back. They're coming back, but it's like no, we have to, we have to see like how are they coming back? Like, Actually, what's I gonna... have a question about that. I'm sorry. And one of the early episodde, one of the Martian snuck into Earth as one of the, as one of the astronauts. We haven't heard about that guy in a few episodes. No, yeah. we haven't. He wants to say Girl. incognito. Actually, this show does a very good job at setting up future plot points. Yes. And unlike, I like see we knew that was there, and they didn't bring it up again until the, like the last few seconds of the finale. So I imagine they, they they're doing like a slow build. I, I actually like how the show does this. Um, they get they make you stay focused on the main point, but um, you know they don't forget about these little things. These are gonna be big later. Don't forget. Right. Like that 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 goes into like what I was saying earlier too. Like they started off as Saturday morning cartoon villains, but they didn't forget about them later on. Like, no, they're still they're still moving their own pieces in this world. And uh we don't know what's gonna happen with them in season two and season three. We we know at least the show's gonna go for at least two more seasons after this, uh, because they were greenlit. Um and uh yeah i mean you know what you know it was weird that the the rich kid or no not the rich kid the 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 psycho scientist the one that was capturing all those college students and yeah the university yeah 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 Yeah, like (laughs) i like how they kind of recruited him to like work for the for cecil and the dude's like giving like a thumbs up at the end like oh i'm I'm one of the good guys now (laughs) that's what that's what the nasa did with the nazi World War II. I mean, uh-huh. hey, they were criminals, but they were smart dudes, so no yeah. killing smart very dudes. True. Might as well use them. Very I guess. true. Yeah, very, I very mean, true. his cyborgs put up a good fight, right? Yeah, they kind of... Yeah. They, they, they were they doing some, some work damage on Omni-Man. to Omni-Man. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to bite his face off. Like <laughs> The biting was what got me. I'm like, oh, that's right. Use the teeth. That shit probably hurts. Oh, man. And uh, yeah, and we got like a couple other, uh, you know, uh, roll calls with everyone else. And also we had Mark, you know, kind of decompressing, trying to find his identity after 
all this mayhem uh, started. Uh, I, I don't know. One of the lines Mark said was he felt hollow inside. And what a great, <laughs> what a great feeling to like, I guess, encompass after what just happened. Um, because he would feel hollow inside. Like his whole world is just gone now. His mom's in, I mean, his mom's in a, a hellish place. You know, one person that I felt that got the the shit end of the stick this uh, season, uh, Dark Blood. Oh, Damien Dark Blood. Yeah. Damien Dark. I loved Damien Dark Blood. <laughs> he was he was Hellboy Cecil, meets Batman. Yeah, he, he yes. just Cecil yeah. just banished him to hell, and I'm hoping the he man brings was, him back. He was, and apologize. He was not listening to orders. He was not listening to orders. He told him to stay down, but the dude wanted to do his own thing. So, lesson learned. Yeah, they should have they should have worked together. I don't know why they didn't. They both came to the same conclusion. No, but like Cecil, Cecil in a way didn't want to believe it because Cecil was like, "Okay, so if Omni Man killed these guys, how the hell am I gonna stop?" <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and he also so, wanted to know the end game too. Like, if he, he also, did do it, why <laughs> did he do? It? But he also didn't want to alert Omni Man that hey, we're investigating you. And Damien Darkblood, you know, he was just, getting in their face. Well, oh, you well, agree. Like you killed. Well, you know, you breathe and that cold air comes out. I was like, what the fuck? Why is the cold air? Damien Darkblood's here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, it was a weird, like, kind of like an Easter egg at the end of the episode where he was banished. Um, uh, at, in the, at the end of the episode, this was like a couple episodes back, when um, it, it's showing like a shot of like the closet in Omni-Man's home. And oh, Omni-Man's the notebook. Like, the notebook, yeah. yeah, and then you hear Damien Darkblood's like sigh, like, Ugh. like they. That's another thing that yeah. they need to address. The, yeah. He could have left a part of himself in that notebook to maybe, like, I don't know, come back to exactly. the, the the real yeah. world ish. Like, yeah, he left a part of his soul or whatever there, a medium, so he could just get there again. Unless, right. a, unless a character is Actually, dead, they probably got a lot more to offer still. Oh yeah. Like we haven't heard the last uh, uh, Damien Darkblood or, or Immortal's Immortal. body. Yeah. Oh yeah. Body. No, Immor- Immortal is coming. Immortal is coming back because yeah, he's yeah. So- Poor guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like, up, dude he has to be petrified next. Is, I mean, is he, he gonna to wake up. up and go Omni Man Gorilla again? <laughs> Give no. me Omni Man. <laughs> no, like Omni Man. Omni Man was kind of like. He had variety when it came to killing Immortal. It's like, first, I'm going to decapitate you. And then I'm like, you know what? I already decapitate you. I'm not going to try this again. I'm just going to rip you. In- <laughs> it's like, Next you know, time he's going to torment a grinder. It's like, like, <laughs> like Omni Man's like, I'm keeping it fresh here. <laughs> he is going to keep it. No, honestly, both both times he was chopping the dude in half. I think the next one is going to be down the middle, like a Subway yeah. sandwich. That's the next one. <laughs> Subway sandwich. Okay. Like a subway sandwich. Like, we already tried horizontal. Now we're going vertical. <laughs> now we're going vertical. Gotta keep and, it right. <laughs> and actually, another thing that we quickly mentioned earlier, the Flaxian. I'm sure you guys realize, uh, even though technically um, Omniman committed a genocide and sent them back to the Dark Age, in the earlier episode, they made a point of saying that uh, for the Flaxian, two days for us is decades for them. And remember, at that point, at the end of the show... Oh, they were back. I, they were back. Yeah, they were back. Yeah, not back. only that, but... And, yeah. they, and they had an image of... And they had, an, yes. like, an image of Omni-Man. They're out for revenge. No, 
Think about it. For, they for held a time, grudge for probably hundreds of years. Not, not hundreds, probably millennials. Because for us, like they made a point of saying like for us earlier, that two to three days, because that's how it took them to figure out the bracelet stuff. Uh, Rex was like, dude, they're back already and they figure out how to stop the time stuff in three days. And Robot said three days for us, decades for them. So if three days was decades for them, imagine what it was for four to five months. These people literally arose out of the dark ages with stick and stone and they somehow still remember a hundred generation later that this man destroyed their cockroaches because at this point. <laughs> Omni Man Omni Man is probably like the devil to them. No, yes. and like now in like their, now. in their book this <laughs> the great the great reckoning. <laughs> the great reckoning. We were sent back to the dark ages. That's what they probably tell their kids stories about Omni Man as the boogie man. Like No, and that that opens up most likely because like Alan the Alien comes in and he says, like, whoa, uh Bill Tremite has never left their post. It's like, would you be willing like he asked Mark, like, would you be willing to help us like the the Gala- I, I don't know, the Galactic Alliance, whatever it's called. The Federation. Uh, the yeah. Galactic Federation, like against the Viltrumites or whatever. And the uh, the the Flaxians would most likely play a role there because they're gonna say, like, oh yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Oh, good point. Or they yeah. might just go dipshit crazy and say, We do not care who it is. We just got to go for Omni Man. No, also and... Also, but if they if they see a lot of people that look like Omni Man, because I think like the yeah, the uniforms are kind of similar of all the Viltrumites or whatever. Mm. They, yeah. they oh, might, yeah, they, they kind of are like the white and yeah, the white. Yeah. yeah, they they might be like, you know what? Let's do uh, truce for now. We want to kill this guy. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that will be interesting. But I can't I wait mean. for them. If you hold a grudge, that a grudge dialogue to the point where millennials centuries past and you still have a picture of the dude and you're crying over what he did to you you deserve to that's come commitment. back and get your ass whooped. that's you commitment to, man yeah. and i hope they get the ass whoop again i hope this is the <laughs> oh back right back to the dark ages <laughs> like, you gotta learn your lesson man the, <laughs> this the dark, no like he's not gonna send it to the dark ages the second time he's gonna drive into extinction it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's you know, gonna yeah. We're gonna get another uh, AMV style sequence where he's Omni Man stuck with them for a second time, and he's like, oh, we'll "It looks have... like you guys didn't learn the last lesson I taught like, you." Just like Hugh, 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 it's like in SpongeBob. How many times do we have to teach you, old man? How many times do we have to teach you this lesson? Again? And, oh man! Like, like we'll exactly. see another another dose of Omni Man diplomacy. Yes. Proper justice. I I don't think you understand. The (laughs) earth is not yours to conquer. (laughs) Oh, man. Good season. I mean... Uh, I, I guess the last scene that we had was the the talk with Alan, who's the the Seth Rogen alien. I I love Alan. Alan's I like Alan a lot. Um, And that that line was really funny. He said, I guess finish high school. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, oh, like, what are you going to do now? And that, but it was cool how they did that, where 
he asked him, what are you, uh, that uh, Alan asked Mark, you know, what are you going to do now? And then that was when the roll call happened yes. where it started going through what everyone's doing. You're like, oh my God, all this buildup, all these characters that have uh, yeah. stories left to tell. And Mark just he says. He wants to finish high school. Yeah, he wants to finish high, high school. But high all school. of those things are going to send us his way. He's not like, going to have time for high school. Nah, he's a dropout at this point. But don't yeah. worry, Amber can tutor him. She's smart. Sure. I mean, granted, she left him high and dry even no, but, after he revealed, you know. But, but then, like, she kind of came back. She came back. She you see, did. She came she did. back. I thought, I thought initially she was going to be a villain because I remember there was something early on where she, like, I don't remember. It was something where she picked up a phone call and they made a point of showing her phone. I need to go rewatch the season to see the context, but I would not be surprised if there's something weird with her also. Um, I don't know. She gave me a vibe that I feel like it's more... too late. It might be too late, but I don't know. She just gave me a vibe because I remember it was something where I can't remember which episode it was where something happened. He walks away and she picks up a phone. She, her phone's ring, and I remember looking. I remember they made a point of showing her phone and that lo- the logo that appeared on the phone. And for I some think reason... I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah. Uh... And... It could be nothing, but I hope it builds up into something. Because, again, she knew he was invincible. She was kind of a douche for the way she acted. She did come back at the end. But I hope there's more than meet the eye with her. It's a shame that this had to happen to Mark for her to come back. But I know, <laughs> yeah, right? that's Not neither good. here nor there. <laughs> um... Like I imagine, Mark was like, "Oh, now you, now, now. You. <laughs> that's what I would question." I'm like, "Oh man, why Ooh. are you back now? Everybody. That had to happen to me. I had to be in the hospital for two weeks for that to happen." Well, but... it's not only that. It's you know, I, I, if everybody's feeling, remember Omni Man. Everybody looked up to Omni Man. He was the greatest, you know. And it turns out he's evil. He's here to conquer. Everybody was feeling down about Omni Man. You know, right. So, on top of that, you know, that's Mark's dad, and she's like, "Oh shit, maybe I was kind of harsh on him." I do like Omni Man too. You know what? <laughs> Mark's not that bad. He did get his ass beat for me. I guess I don't know. I don't like her. Ah, I, don't I like, like her. Either. Thank you. Someone said it. I yeah, no, I don't like her. No, like, I'm sorry. I, I used to like her, but then when she when she told Mark all that, I was like. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, she lost me. She she kind of lost me like earlier on, but like that's when that's a hundred percent when she like, lost. Me. Wow, um, it's like why you didn't tell me? Why did you? Why you didn't tell me? Um, because maybe he was trying to protect your ass. <laughs> it's a secret identity, <laughs> dude. You're not married to each other. I don't have to tell you everything. No, it's like you've been dating for how long? Not even six months. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Superhero 101, you don't reveal your identity to your loved ones. Because something's going to happen to her next season, and she's a weakness. Exactly. I'm team team Mark and Adam Eve anyway. 100%. Yes. Easily. But, um, yeah, that kind of sums up the episode. Uh, You guys have any, like, final thoughts in general, like, of the the season uh i mean i'm assuming everyone here is a fan already <laughs> oh yeah uh let me just say it was a 10 out of 10 i'm assuming the decision Ooh, 10 out of and 10. the rating like, no was fault. unanimous 
it has its fault, but it was still a 10 out of 10. The rating will be unanimous, so <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for me, it was 10 out of 10. Um, it had its fault. We already said that, but for me, it was so different, and it has me hyped for the next season. I mean, for God's sake, I remember, was it this morning or yesterday, I sent you the message about season two and season three getting the green light. I saw that and I was immediately hyped. I was like, dude, I am ready for, I'm hoping since it's prime video, I'm hoping they have the second season ready in maybe six months, but I'm, I'm willing to wait a year to see this show again. I would say a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah with COVID is weird. With COVID is weird, but I know with a show like Castlevania, which is, I mean, if you don't watch this show, um, that's another show I recommend. Uh, and Grandmaster who? Yes, uh, another I'm, one. So, oh, <laughs> another one. <laughs> Castlevania okay. is amazing. I, I'm, oh, you know, man. I'm, I'm going to get Dr. On. Mondo on this one, too. <laughs> the, by the way, the next season is duty coming out in May like two weeks. May, May, May 13th. There we go. So I, I see. I know. I pay attention. So I advise you to start watching them. Stop watching rerun of the Young Justice. That's how you can watch Invisible. You snitched on um. yourself earlier, so <laughs> do yourself a favor. Uh, oh, uh, I'm pretty sure Castlevania is only a 20 minute episode. It's 20 minutes per episode, so no, it's yeah. not as long. So I'm you can probably gonna watch it after this. Yeah, you can easily watch the entire first season in a in one go. But if I'm correctly, you already watched the first season, yes. right? Yes. I so think there we go. Reduced. Yeah, I watched the. First season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second season gets better. Uh, the third season was amazing. Um, but, yeah, you should, you could definitely, in my personal opinion, depending on how nasty you are, um, you could definitely finish the entire second season tomorrow. Uh, I probably can't tomorrow because I'm out of town right now. When I get back, yeah, I'll, I'll, could, I'll commit to about two episodes a day. I can Your do that. Your goal is to just finish by May 13th. That's May 13th. Yeah, yeah I, no, would tell you, I would tell you three episodes a day is doable. Just an hour. Because three episodes a day is an hour. You could no, easily no, go I, to I, that. I can easily do... I I really do need to put down uh, like these reruns of Justice League and all that jazz. So, Alright, I'll commit. I got it. I got what it. about right. your final thoughts on the season Grandmaster Hoop? Um, you know, for me, slow start. No, I mean, I don't want to say slow. It was a start. slow burn. Slow it was burn. Slow. It was just, you know, it took me a while to get invested. I will say, Omni Man, uh, massacring the 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 global. I the can't. Guardians of the globe. Guardians, Guardians of the, of the globe. Walmart Justice Walmart League. Justice League. That was Justice. definitely a great scene. Him destroying the Flaxons was a great scene. Uh, and then just the. I've, gosh, I hate to say Omni Man was the real thing that pulled me in, but I really did like watching no, Mark. It was. It, I mean, no, what well, well, was for me? It was. It was for me. But yeah, I, I really do enjoy watching Mark. Mark's a good protagonist. And um, I like, you know, at its core, this is a, a show that picks apart what it, the, 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 mis- not the mistakes, just, you know, the realism of what it would be for like superheroes in our world too just similar similar to what the boys does just more of a comic book uh fashion versus right. the boys is more definitely real world setting but it's it does definitely highlight the implications and the consequences of superheroes in our world so i really enjoy that of the show as well and this finale this this is a finale this was a great 
finale. It delivered. Uh, like, yeah. way to close out a season because it was gripping. I was on the edge of my plane seat the whole time. Uh, and it really does. It's. I'm excited for season two. I really am because I want to see what these Viltrumites are going to do. If they're going to come through and just, you know, fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need Mark to be actually invincible at this point. So, uh, yes. learn how to they, take a hit. <laughs> they coming for his ass. They coming for his ass. They okay. are. They are. It's like, that's my son. Beat the crap out of him. <laughs> He'll he send someone else to do it. He can't. He do needs it to grow. <laughs> Mark, I love you. Take this beating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So Matt, dude, my, he's just gonna thoughts. look at him and say, "It's not you. It's it's not me. It's you. Stop, stop thinking." Of You're making. Yes, oh sir. yeah, he's like, "Why are you making me do this?" I love you. I'm doing this because I love you, Mark. <laughs> oh, boom, man. boom, boom, boom. While Mark is gurgling blood. <laughs> oh man, a guy's love. What what about you, Doctor Mondo? Any final <laughs> thoughts? Well, first, like I would give it. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10, but I would give it like a 9.5 out of 10. Eh, close enough. Uh, yeah. What I really liked about the show, like going in like, yeah, it, it kind of looks like the boys, but with the animation of these old uh, superhero shows, it really mixes the like the dark, uh, like the dark side of, of superheroes, but with the idealism still behind superheroes because Boys is just like they're all assholes. All the superheroes are really yeah, assholes. No one's redeemable. Like, and the entire yeah. premise of the show is like Billy Butcher getting revenge, and and like, and all the characters somehow have beef to beef to get with with the superheroes. Then, but here we have a protagonist, which is Mark, that you can actually root for the guy. He's a he's a teenage boy who finally discovers he has powers. He's been dreaming about this day his entire life. And like he looks up to his dad, who then turns out to be a complete asshole. But even regardless of that, you still see how he grows as a superhero, as a person, throughout the show. Like he's really coming into his own. He's coming of age. And even despite the majority, I would say maybe all of his life being a lie in a way, he still has that will to still be the hero, that idealism to still be the hero he always saw his father was but never was really so but it also demonstrates the realism behind superheroes which is like the price of power the responsibilities and all that and all the gore and the loss and damage it, enta it entails all these fights and everything that a superhero does so it's a really it's a really unique mix so it kind of falls in the, it's more towards like the gory realism of the boys, but not as realistic. Right. But it still has that comic book idealism of like the classic superheroes. Which it, it blends it in really seamlessly, which is really, really, really good for me. And also it is, it is a slow burn. But after that first episode massacre, it gets better and better each each episode. Even the small side villains, they still have a part to play in Mark's development, which is really cool. Right. And again, I was also really stoked when I saw season two and three were confirmed. I was really, really excited. 
Because again, this is coming from a person that didn't know anything of Invincible until Ethan told me a couple of days ago, and I binged it. And oh it, man, you're a recent fan. The last and week, and like it was nice. fantastic. It was really fantastic. I'm very excited of the next uh, next two seasons. Excited to see what they bring up. But I like from there's so much they can still do. They they set the groundwork so well that there's still so much more they can do. And also the finale, easily one of the best finales I have seen. Have yeah, I I, that agree. I agree. Yeah, especially with I think what ma what made me because at first I was kind of giving this show like around an eight out of ten. Uh, in in the beginning, blasphemy. I, I blasphemy. listen. I I <laughs> liked what was going on. I liked what was going on, but it was the mystery. It was like, okay, I like the mystery part. Uh, I don't really care about these Saturday morning villains, but with such a strong season finale, I mean that that is one of the strongest season finales I've ever seen in a show. And th this is coming straight a week off of you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, where. We were hyped up for the season finale of that show, and it kind of missed the mark on a lot of points. It was still fine, but it it, it kind of missed for me. But with it this, mm -hmm. it it hit every single thing I wanted addressed, all the areas I wanted explored, the clash of ideals between uh, Mark and and his dad. I, I I think that's what sold it for me. It wasn't like just a fisticuff brawl uh, between Mark and the, Omni Man. The emotional breakdown. The emotional was, breakdown of both characters it, too. Right. Like, it was. It was. They were breaking down. I mean, Mark was breaking down more than physically. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it it was it was it was that it was them clashing like trying to reason with one another. Mark trying to tell his dad, you know. There's more to life than just conquering planets. And his dad saying, you're a Viltrumite, uh, Mark. You got to act like one. And then uh, the, the beating of a lifetime happens. But I, I, li I like that. I like that it was just not just a typical, you know, punch fest. There was stuff going on in the background. There were, as, as Shrek would put it, there were layers in this onion. You right? just love... <laughs> your onion references god bless. listen man shrek is a god and shrek one day life. one day you will you will praise one day you will praise grandmaster but, I, think. I mean I, I love shrek it's just you just overuse that onion bit that's fine it's okay shrek is amazing though uh, it, it's, it's amazing the, it's There's the greatest layers. anime ever it's the oh. greatest anime he, he said that correct by the, the way greatest anime ever you said Corey in the house? Corey. Yes, Corey in the house. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That was wrong. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek is a close second. Corey in the house is the there best you go. anime there you go. ever made. Perfect. Um, But from 8 out of 10, it easily got up to like 9.5 for me with that finale. Um, uh, It, 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 it could have gotten a 10, but there were like, you know, just minor stuff. Like the animation in some parts were kind of eh, okay. a little wonky. Yeah, just Agreed. but 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 they're minor. They're minor. I I I give it that breathing room because I'm like, okay, I'm assuming you kind of went on a budget for season one. You guys have the money now. People are hyped. People are talking about this. You season two better blow me. It, it has the potential to be a, a ten out of ten for me, but that season finale easily nine point five territory. Um, but 
Yeah, I, w- I would say that sums up our thoughts on Invincible pretty well. Uh, great story, great character construction and development and deconstruction and ass beatings all around. Uh, <laughs> uh, de- decent gore, a lot of gore, a hell of a lot of gore. So yes. <laughs> if you're squeamish, you know, don't watch this show. But um, uh, yeah, good stuff all around if you haven't watched invincible be sure to give it a watch and uh let us know your thoughts on what you think of it did you like the season what are you looking forward to the most and um let us know what you think down in the comments below don't forget actually i'm sorry let me interrupt you're always sorry aren't you you know i'm not sorry it's not if you (laughs) like this this season how much did you like this season please correct yourself (laughs) on that it's not if 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 we're into if territory there's only one answer to that (laughs) yes there's only one answer did you like it or did you like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) how much did you guys like this season correction um and let us know what you praise the most about it (laughs) um but yeah don't forget to share around the episode if you uh enjoyed it don't forget to leave a like comment subscribe and listen to any listen to the episode on any platform of your preference on either spotify or on apple podcasts we'll be branching out to different platforms soon but for now those are the focus um but yeah i'm signing off dr jace attorney grandmaster hoop toasty and dr mondo have a nice one guys goodbye have a nice one stay safe y'all